The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. Well, hello, everyone. Um, guess who this is? That's right. This is your host, Vincent Jenna, and I am live. I am not Memorex or Zoom or Skype or anything like that. Well, actually, I am coming through Skype, but I am not recorded I am live from North Carolina, Holly Springs area, right around Raleigh. Um, and today, oh my gosh, really, is today the 23rd of June? The, today is the 23rd of June. Six months, almost completely gone. There we go. Okay. Um, it's so funny because I normally don't pay attention to time except when it's escaping me. Um, I can't help but notice. It's, it's not like um, I just like, care about counting down or counting the minutes or anything like that. It just seems really odd about how quickly it seems to be going by. That's what's bringing it to my attention is the speed of it, the speed of it. Yeah. But um, we enjoy every moment anyway, no matter how fast it's going by, we just enjoy it quicker, which is more reason to pay attention to the here and now. And in the here and now, this episode, today I was planning on doing readings for you and making connections for you if you needed any. The number here is 816-251-3555. You hear that all the time. Please call in. Please call in. And you can keep yourself anonymous if you don't wish to have anybody hear you on the air and ask me a question. What is it that you need to know today? And I will help you with that. Um, as usual, there's there's always an educational piece to every single one of my shows in order to help people. Um, and a lot of times I get my educational pieces from my clients that call in that I have these deep readings with and hear all of these qu concerns and issues and questions and that makes for a perfect show to discuss things like that. One of the things that I wanted to bring up, and I had discussed it on my show in March. You can go back in March because that was around St. Patty's Day when we were talking about luck and no such thing as being luck. This is my fellow leprechauns out there who are listening. There is no luck. 
And what I'm going to be talking about is, is somebody brought up to me that is a a believer in manifesting, and this is interesting. There's a you know real believers in manifestors out there, and um, I might be bursting a couple of bubbles um, in a moment. I don't mean to, um, but you have to understand having the dream and the desire to win the lottery. Okay, why can't we manifest that, right? We're unlimited. We're supposed to be unlimited. Well, you've got to understand the term unlimited while we're in this physical plane called the earth. Now, I'm not referring to any beings that are on other physical planes. Maybe they've learned how to um, combat this one particular limitation of gravity. You know, maybe they're able to, to work through that, which they have in traveling. But we do have a certain amount of limitation here that we are intending to have. We're intending to have it. You know, since we are unlimited, then can we manifest flying without an airline or airplane or any or a hot air balloon or anything like that? Think about it. I mean, Goodness, we would save so much money and there'd be so little air traffic, little pollution. We wouldn't have to worry about crashes, that's for sure. By the way, don't watch this show manifest. It's canceled. I watched it and I'm so angry that it canceled before they even finished the season end story. I have to finish it in my own head now. Crazy, crazy. But right, are we supposed to be able to manifest? I mean, Jesus walked on water. Are we supposed to manifest walking on water? Can we? Yes. By the definition of the law of attraction, our unlimited ability to be able to manifest everything, we do have the ability to walk on water. However, please look at the planet. Please look at the way people are acting. We just about have the ability to manifest any type of peace or harmony amongst us. No less walking on water. So there are going to be limitations. Now, as long as we understand the concept of limitation then, and that we've set that up as being limited or because of our inability to become that evolved here. There are some limitations that we purposely did set up. And manifesting winning the lottery is one of them. Why? Why? Because we created certain things here that we wanted in place. We wanted the game of chance in place. So there's a lot of games of chance. That way they're fun. To think about this, if everyone could manifest winning, 
what would be the sense of playing? What would be the sense of playing? And, and more importantly, how could everyone win? How could everyone win? What would be the sense of being able to manifest winning the lottery if everyone, there's 8.2 billion people on the face of the earth, 2 billion, 3 billion in the United States, there's not even that much money in the lottery. I mean, even the, the largest lottery was up to a billion dollars, split that between 3 billion people or anybody overseas who's buying tickets. I don't know if you're able to buy tickets overseas online. I think you can. Nobody wins anything. So, therefore, we had to remove, we had to remove certain elements of manifesting. You know, manifest winning, I don't know, a pool for a football game. Manifest winning a, a gold medal. Is that all fair? No, of course not. Why? Because you can believe better than the other person? No, you should have the same chance as any other person on this planet to win anything. If you're going to win something athletically, it should be done by hard work because that's what you're choosing, not because you're capable of believing better than the next person. Because it's believing, but deep down inside, that allows you to tap into the law of attraction so that you can manifest what you want. So no, you shouldn't have an upper hand. You shouldn't have an upper hand at the horse races. Not even psychics. And any psychic, yeah, look, I, I've shared some of my experiences with financial investors from Wall Street in my very early stages of being a psychic. I was really good at predicting what stocks were going up and what stocks were going down. I didn't per buy any myself, of course, but I was working with some friends of mine and a cousin, actually, too. It was more about stock options, which I still don't understand what they are. But, you know, I didn't need to know. All I needed to know if they were going up or down. And for the longest time, I was right. And they were doing, they were very successful in what they were doing. And then all of a sudden, when I was wrong, I was wrong enough for them. And then they were so confident with everything they invested. Don't mind my doggy in the background if you hear him. The, they went back down to zero or even worse than. So they lost. It didn't matter. They wound up losing the winnings that I had gained for them as a psychic anyway. So because it has to balance out. And I realized through that experience and my continued growth that we're not supposed to have an upper hand at that. What would be the purpose? It, there, 
Why? So that you know now that you can manifest and, oh, I manifested all this money. Well, manifest a dream job that is going to bring you an abundance of, of money or money from elsewhere. And I don't care if anybody wants to argue with me, if prosperity classes want to argue with me. No, you should be able to even manifest winning the lottery. And you might. You might even win some, you know, small amounts, a couple of thousand here or there, or scratch off. Uh, 50 bucks. Oh, I manifested winning 50 bucks. How do you know that that was a manifesting and it wasn't just you won because you played just like everybody else played? We created an even playing ground and anybody can win. But no, should you be able to manifest winning? But then in that case, then let's talk about manifesting any advantage. There's a difference between manifesting because you believe in yourself and you believe in your worth and value and you're putting your best foot forward in order to attain something. For example, like a promotion or a raise. Well, you just can put it out into the universe, but remember everybody else is manifesting too. At the same time, now, if you're deserving of it, then absolutely you should be able to manifest it, of course. But you're not going to manifest and you shouldn't be able to manifest something you don't deserve. Right? A prisoner who's locked up in jail because of a crime he or she committed should not be able to manifest getting out without some kind of rehabilitation that goes along with that. And first of all, they wouldn't be in jail if they could manifest to start with, right? That's a bad analogy. But you get what I mean. You get what I mean. That The whole reason for all of these laws that are here and principles that we can tap into, the whole reason why we are connected to the divine and, and um, have its direct access to God's power, spirit's power, is um, to learn, to grow, to evolve. Not just to get our way and to get everything that we want, to evolve. Sometimes evolving means not getting what you want. It means evolving instead and getting more on a higher level. But no, partner... You should be able to manifest and attract the pro the appropriate partner, not the inappropriate partner, the appropriate partner, the appropriate job, the appropriate opportunities, right? And, and it always seems to go along with timing as well. So that goes to show you that, yes, it's okay to manifest, but that it's there's better times to be able to manifest certain things, like the way I manifested this home. Had I pushed it and tried to get a home anytime sooner, I probably would not have been able to get anything as good as the one I have now or the value of the one I have now or ha had made as much from selling my home or had gotten such a low interest rate. So the timing goes along with the manifesting because you're connected to the universe and you're adding to your manifesting request this or something better or whatever is in my highest and best interest. And I will tell you right now, winning the lottery is not in your highest and best interest, even though you think it will take care of all your problems. 
But just getting a lump sum of money to pay off your bills, yes, it's very helpful, obviously, but not when it comes to just evolving, especially if you're not doing anything personally to try to grow, to change your own future without needing some outside source to change your future and your path. You're the outside source. You're everything that you need to be. Remember, I am doing readings today. Give a call in at 919. What am I doing? I was about ready to give my my personal reading. Hey, 816-251-3555. Call in there. So, yeah, so that was one of the callers that I had asking about uh, whether they are going to get a windfall of money from playing the lottery. Like, all right, ask me about your uncle's will. Am I getting anything from my uncle's will? I have a better chance of giving you an affirmative on that than trying to tell you, well, yes, you're winning the lottery. I won't tell you. I won't give you an answer because, one, I I don't want to persuade you to play, and, two, I don't want to persuade you not to play. I want you to make that choice yourself if you're having fun. But if you're reliant upon those things, then that then you you're going in the wrong direction. You need to rethink that. You definitely need to rethink those things. Um, the other thing I wanted to cover while uh, we're we're just waiting uh, for people is um, are spiritual people allowed to get angry? I love that one question because I'll always come up with an answer that's um, supporting uh, the times that I've ever gotten angry and continue to get angry. Oh, yes, of course. It's okay to get angry. Jesus did table tossing. That's what we call it. You know, oh, you got to toss some tables sometimes in life. You have to toss some tables in life. Yeah, that's going to happen. You're going to walk around with with some frustration and experiences like that. You can't help it. Because there are some reasons to become angered, but it depends upon the type of anger you're experiencing. So anger for an injustice is righteous. Blessed are the righteous for righteousness sake. There's an injustice going on. Then you use that anger to empower you to do something into an affirmative action, affirmative, positive action, positive action, not negative action, positive action. It may make you uh, go and march with a minority group and stand for something positive, equality, better treatment, fairness, whatever, compassion. Equality seems to be the biggest thing right now. Black lives matter. Yes, of course, all lives matter. But it's interesting because somebody brought up a wonderful, my wife told me, but I had seen this before, that there was a gentleman on Facebook that said, for those Christians 
who respond to Black Lives Matter with All Lives Matter, go read the parable and the scriptures where the shepherd was leaving the flock to go and find one of his lost sheep. And somebody said to him, why are you leaving your flock just to go get one sheep? Aren't they important too? And his response was, but my one sheep is the one in need of help right now. Of course, they're all important, but this one is in need of help. And so the parable was referring to that, yes, even though we may come out with um, those statements, we have to understand that we stand for things that need help at the time that the help is needed. And so, yes, anger can fuel you standing towards that and force something like that. But you don't want to go to rage where it causes you now to act against people. You want to stand for something, not against or fight against anything. So that's a time that anger is okay. Anger to defend yourself because you've been hurt. But somebody said some negative comment. That's harder. You should actually be be cooling off the anger. It should be dying down. It should be relaxing. It should be calming down within you in general. You should have less anger responses the more spiritually you become. Because the spiritual part of you is supposed to kick in when there is some circumstance that can produce an angry response. So instead of the angered response, there's more of a peaceful response. I know that. I, I, I experience some anger responses sometimes before the peaceful one. That lets me know there's still growth necessary. And they're not, I mean, most of, if I, when I get angry at injustices, it's okay. I totally agree with that. And unfortunately, there's just a lot of injustices going on in the world lately. You know, but if I get angry at a service technician, got to calm it down and relax. You try to relax before it even happens. So that way your response is more positive than negative. Because it's going to come back on you one way or the other. It's going to come back on you one way or the other. And so, yes, spiritual people will get angry. However, you want to make sure, again, that you're checking the cause of the anger and the frustration, whatever it is. If you don't want to use the word angry, well, I don't get angry. I just get frustrated. Whatever pretty word you want to use for the exact same emotion. It's I love that, right? As humans, um, we may be feeling the exact same emotion that has 10 different labels, you know, which is interesting. Well, to this degree, it's only anger, but to this degree, it's rage. But to this degree before anger, it's frustration. 
It's just an a feeling, a feeling that something is wrong and that we're defending ourselves or defending something. And it's the level and the intensity of that feeling that actually determines a different word or name. So rate your anger, <laughs> rate your frustration and what you're getting frustrated at and see, does it require you to go in more? Most, most anger when it's not for an injustice comes from a button being pushed inside of you, a button of um, inability or making you feel less than, unlovable, unworthy, um, some, you know, inability. That's what sometimes makes us feel very frustrated or angry when something has touched ourselves, you know, and we respond back with defense. Remember, I told you that the two primary purposes of the brain is one, to keep us alive, and two, to protect us in order to keep us alive. And it protects us emotionally by creating defenses so we can become defensive. And a defense based on a button means you need to do more work on yourself so that there's less of a button or that it, it you, you kind of put like a cap over the button so it's not able to be pushed so easily or pushed at all. You know, it's one of those scars. We get a lot of scars throughout our lives. You know, when somebody doesn't listen to you or you feel that you've been taken advantage of or a lot of times... Those negative responses come when you know you're wrong about something, but you can't admit it. And that's the funny part. You know you're wrong about something and you don't want to admit it. And so the anger ensues. And that's not, you know, an evolved being. And so you want to definitely spend time on paying attention to that. And the only reason why I, I brought up this subject today is because there's still a lot going on around the world, um, all around us individually, our next door neighbors, our communities, our country. Yeah, so much anger, so much anger. Where is it coming from? Is it something personal or is it injustice? Not everything is an injustice. We can make it look like an injustice. Well, when we come back on the other side of the commercial that we are coming in, into right now, um, I hope to take some callers. So hang around and let's talk. And if you don't want to have a reading, call in and let me know what would you like to talk about? What question about life do you have for Vincent Jenna on the Stop Stopping Yourself show? I'll see you in just a couple of minutes. Thank you.
You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. Well, thank you for joining me today. This is Vincent Jenna. And if you are just joining me right now, we were just talking about some different things about anger and about um, uh, whether or not you can manifest winning the lottery or manifest anything that doesn't seem fair to manifest um, or manifest something that seems reasonable to be able to manifest, but you shouldn't manifest or you don't have the ability to manifest, things like that. We had a great conversation. Well, actually, I had a great talk. I had a great conversation with myself. So um, again, if you have any questions or you would like a reading today, give a call in at 816-251-3555. So we're going to continue our conversation. And I just want to remind people, please come back next week. Next week, I am having that special guest on again who went through some major bariatric bariatric surgery. And she's already lost up to 185 pounds plus. And I want her to continue the conversation. She is my daughter. Kimberly, Kimberly, Jenna Bryant, I can't talk today. Kimberly, Jenna Bryant, and a great inspiration. Uh, the She was on um, a few weeks ago. You want to go back and listen to that in May. And she was talking about the self-belief step that she took and how she mustered up that self-belief because she did not always have it that act of self-love that she wanted to take care of herself so that she could have a baby. So she, you know, was a great interview with so much information and very inspiring, not just for those of you who want to do something like that, but anything in your life that requires you to take a step of self-belief and what that step of self-belief does. Well, she's coming back to share the rest of the journey because that self-belief constantly gets, you know, um, tempted, shall we say, in some way, gets strained, gets stressed, gets tested. Whatever word you want to use for why we lose our self-belief at times and how she has to continue holding on to that to continue to work her way through the healing process and what she plans on doing afterwards. So please join me next week to hear this delightful young woman, Kimberly, who I'm very proud of. So I'm not just a doting father, but everybody who listens to Kimberly is just as inspired as I feel or her mother feels. So that's next week. Okay. So great. Okay. So, um, We do have uh, callers calling in, so I would like to turn to the phone. We can certainly talk more, but I'm going to turn to the phone, and I'm going to bring on the air uh, Julia from Ontario. Thank you, Julia, for joining me today on the Stop Stopping Yourself show. How are you doing today, Julia? I'm okay. How are you? 
I'm doing very well. I, I've got such a wonderful following in Canada, and I just got to make my way up there at some point other than on Zoom because I've just I want to see you all. I want to have a Canadian event all by itself. Um, so thank you for joining me. I appreciate I appreciate you, Julia. Thank you so much. Yeah, so what I is your hoping, question? I was hoping that uh, perhaps you can give me a, a quick reading. Yeah. Um, okay, no problem. Uh, let's let's dive into that and hold your breath. Did you have a specific question? It, it is always good. I mean, obviously, I can tap into anything, but it's always good to have a question with you on hand that is going to help make a difference if you have an answer to it. It helps focus your energy. So was there a specific question that you had, Julia? Uh, I guess it's uh, about my uh, work because it's been very stressful. Okay, that's it. That's all you have to tell me. Just work. Okay. <laughs> I'll, okay. T I'll, I'll tap into it and see what's been going on there so you don't give me too many details, okay? Okay, thank you. All right, direction. <clears throat> well, in in general, um, focusing your dreams, your desires is really important at this point because um, what I'm receiving is that the universe doesn't necessarily know how to help you. Now, you're part of the universe. Your soul is part of that conglomeration or tribe or group of, of beings and energy, including spirit, including God, including our ascendant masses that are trying to guide and help. But at times it doesn't know how to help us if we don't have our own intentions really directed and that we understand. And so um, there has definitely been some stress at the job and uh, dissatisfaction um, changes around you because I, I'm not sure if it's strictly because of the the coronavirus that's gone on or within the own business itself um, making changes onto it. So did the coronavirus affect um, your work directly? Just you know, you know, basically yes or no. Yes, it did. OK, um, but weren't they also doing some either restructuring or talking about it prior to the coronavirus coming on? Yes or no? No, I wasn't aware of anything. You weren't aware of anything, so you didn't see any changes that could have been happening um, prior to the pandemic. You're saying that they were only going on after the pandemic. Yes. Mm. I don't. I don't necessarily feel that. I think that there was a lot of talk going on because the issues that you're seeing now. Um, yes, they may be related to the pandemic, but the pandemic and the coronavirus tends to tended to bring to the surface uh, buried issues already. So I'm kind of feeling that there was a stress and a strain somewhere within the company, and now it's trickled on down and it's coming to your area. Um, there are different divisions. Well, what I'm seeing for you is a, a, 
transfer or a relocation within the company, but some kind of different position or responsibility. Um, there, there are different divisions or, or sections of your company. Is that correct, Julia? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and has somebody already spoken to you about possible movement? No. Okay. Be open to it because it would actually be the best thing. A matter of fact, if they're, you know, maybe they're advertising a position. I know some companies like they have the employee chat room or the employee board, and they always advertise internally before they advertise externally for someone to go to a new position if they want or a new location or something along those lines like that. I'm not sure exactly how your company is working, but I would definitely take advantage of moving beyond where you are in your company right now. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Um, and were you already thinking about that possibility? Yes, because I feel like I uh, grew the position. I'm getting bored with it. Ah, yeah. I don't blame you. Um, and that's your soul trying to move you on and forward. Um, a lot of times, and this is for you, Julia, as well as everybody else, I'm glad you called in with this, especially when it comes to work. When we start having feelings of discomfort with the job that we're in, you've got to understand that that could be a communication from your soul telling you it's time to grow, it's time to move, it's time to get out of your comfort zone. And your boredom, Julia, it comes, you know, those messages from the soul can come in so many different ways, whether it be a dissatisfaction because you feel unfulfilled, which I think is part of the boredom that you're experiencing right now. You're not, you're not fulfilling, you're not using all your capacities or your abilities. Isn't that correct, Julia? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you're limited based on what your position is there. And so there's a disturbance because the soul has kind of got to shake you up. You should be on your own the moment you feel, hey, you know what, this job is is starting to, um, I enjoyed it when I first had it, but um, I'm, I'm done with this particular position. I think I'd like to move on. So I'm going to check into that. But we don't do that. A lot of times we just wait and wait. Okay, I don't want to rock the boat. Um, yeah, we just had the coronavirus, so I don't know what's going to happen now. And so we sit around and sit around. But I will tell you this, and this is for you, Julia, in particular. You must make a move and start pursuing that now. Ask questions or do what I just told you. Just look and on, on whether there's something internal. Um, a, a, an employee board or chat room or or an online presence where they advertise new positions, new opportunities. You need to start looking at that now because the feeling that you're getting is only going to be getting worse. And a matter of fact, 
there may definitely be a disturbance within your position. And this is where it can be difficult. Maybe all of a sudden, uh, and, and this is not, this is it, not necessarily you, Julia, but I'm just saying um, all of a sudden we get into an argument with, with somebody that we were getting along in the department or, or a new person comes in and causes problem or the boss is giving us some kind of stress or, sl or, or you know, uh, some kind of problem, you know? So, so the soul will create whatever it needs to in order to move you forward and onward. And uh, that's what I'm feeling your boredom is coming from. And, but you need to have a greater dream. Like I said, so here you are, you're bored with your job, but have you really thought of what you would truly like to do, Julia? I would love to have my own business, but I'm not really sure what kind of business. Ah, uh, so you would like to not just move on, move out. Yes. Yeah. So even that, even as far as that much, um, you have a desire, but you don't know what it is that you want. You have to go within. You can't just put the energy out into the universe and say, okay, start my own business. Um, you you might have a hairdresser's offer, you know, at the door or own an ice cream store or something like that may pop up or somebody talks about because they don't know what to send you. So you need to define it. You need to go within. Um, I can tell you that there is a um, um, an intellectual skill to what you do right now. So you want to be able to have a business where you'll be able to use not just your creative ability, but your business sense, your business ability, your thinking ability. Um, and, and since you do have a business sense, then going into your own business would be beneficial. You'll be able to use that as well. Okay. So okay. Um, think of being able to help. Oh, oh okay. Interesting. Um, I just got the word, something to do along the lines with, and I'm going to use this in a very general sense because I don't know what other word to use, marketing or putting forth. Putting forth, what does marketing do? Marketing puts other people out there, creates uh, ways to be able to sell a person's services or sell a person's business or actually sell what they've made. But this, this is more than that. This is about helping people get out into the world and, and, and do what it is that they want to do. So kind of like what you want for yourself is what you have the capacity to help other people get. Promoting people. That's what I like that word. That just came in. Promoting others. Promoting others. How does that sound to you, Julia? This is a new idea. Uh, not quite sure about that. How, what was the idea that you were coming up with that's not going anywhere right now? What was the idea you came up with? Oh yeah, n nothing there. I'm I'm trying to figure right, out exactly. what that would look yes, like. Yeah, yeah. So so like I said, the marketing or putting or or promoting somebody can come in different forms. I would meditate on it to see how it gets that gets shaped, but it definitely is working with people. That's number one. Um, 
It could be in the capacity of motivating or inspiring or educating them. Um, and so uh, thinking about that and thinking about the use of some of the skills you already have, um, you want to be able to use all your talents to go forward in any type of career. But in the meantime, that doesn't mean you don't move your position at work right now. You still need to live. You still need to bring in an income. And there's nothing wrong with you, you know, making that money and, and staying in a company while you're working on other ideas. Not to mention that moving in the company can also help make connections and give you ideas. So you need to be working on checking a, a new position at the job that you're at now. Okay? Okay. Okay. That, and then drop Thank me a line and let me know how that works out. Because if I'm getting your needing to move, I'm getting also the opportunities within the company. So things are changing at the company. Um, yes, they were affected by things, but they're going to be bouncing back and there's going to be new opportunities open. Be looking for the opportunities, make that change, and then start going within to see how you can be helping others in your own business, promoting them and educating them in some way way so that they can get out into the world and start doing some of the things that they want to do as well. Okay, Julia, think about that. Okay. Thank you so much uh, for your time. Uh, you're very welcome. You. you take care now. Bye-bye. Okay. So um, I've got 10 minutes left. I got a couple of other callers. Hang in there, both of you. I'm going to go real quick. Um, all right. Maria in San Francisco, I haven't spoken to you in a while. I know you call back a lot. Um, you're on the air. How about one quick question, Maria? I know you always have a lot of wonderful questions, but give me one quick one, hon. How are you doing today? Um, things are so intertwined. It's so complicated. I'm trying to still figure out how to deal with living with my siblings. I don't know if it's more than narcissism um, if there is some other mental illness or something and how to keep dealing with them because we still do need to deal with each other. But my okay. reaction is yeah. to go. Marie, why do you feel that you still need to deal with each other? Why aren't you moving out and finding your own place to live? I am working on that. It's intertwined with my um, trying to clear up social security in this county and uh, I'm still looking. I am looking here and there, but I also am trying to deal with my stuff, and I have a lot of health issues. That right, I know, but you're going to your what so. your current situation with your siblings is affecting your health issue. So, in yeah. order to take steps, now here's the thing, Maria. We can stay in the condition we're in, and some people choose to do that. They choose to stay in. Shall we use use a metaphor of a mud hole, negativity of their life, like all the negativity of what's going on is that mud hole. Some people choose to stay in that hole because they're comfortable there. They don't realize that if they just take the step in, yes, it takes energy to take the step to step out of a mud hole that they would clean themselves completely of the negativity, but they're afraid. They're afraid of two things. Number one, what happens if I take the steps and it doesn't work? And number two, what happens if it does work 
and I like it, but then I lose it and I wind up falling in another mud hole. And so what they choose to do is stay where they're at, even though they will complain about it. You call up a lot, Maria. You call up everyone, a matter of fact. And you're always looking for the same answer and response. And the thing is, you've gotten a lot of answers and responses. And this is not going to be helpful for you to keep asking people to help you. Because they are offering help and they're offering you some of the wisest information. I mean, I've spoken to you several times and you have yet to take those steps. So every time you say you're working on it, you're actually not. You're trying to convince yourself you are because it seems reasonable, but unconsciously you're keeping yourself intentionally where you are. And it happens to be your siblings' issues too, because that's where you're comfortable. But we don't like it there. I know you don't like it there. It, it never is, is great a feeling to be in a mud hole. It's disgusting. And we can figure out all the negativity that's going on around us. The complication, like you said, you are right. You, it, it's a very complicated state of affairs for you because the more you stay in that mud hole, the more you keep manifesting complication. And as long as you use the word complication and see it as a complication, then you've given yourself an excuse to stay in the mud hole. But Maria, it's time for you to step out of the mud hole and move forward. Don't keep asking for help until you are truly ready to use it. I believe your soul has been ready for a long time now. But you consciously are not. You're afraid. You're afraid of your life. And you have all the reason to be because you've gone through a lot of crap in your life. But don't go through any more. Don't keep creating it because it's all you know. Start creating something better because you can be better. You can have a better life. But it will not start just from you saying, I'm trying. It will only start when you choose to believe something different. You are not your sibling, nor are you tied to your sibling. You're keeping, all of you are keeping yourself there because it's all you know. And I know you're intelligent enough to understand this. It's whether you're willing enough to accept this. So I offer this in love, Maria, because I know you're on a lot. And I know you're on a lot because we share that with each other. So it's time now, hon. It's time for something better in your life. So here's what I put forth to you as a challenge. It doesn't have to be next week and it doesn't have to be the week after that. But I do want you to call back here one time in the future, to tell me I made my life better. And do not call back until you can say that. Can we make that agreement, Maria? Um, Yes or no? Don't go into any explanation. I'm just asking you yes or no. Will you make the agreement to take a step truly to make your life better and then call us back then to let us know that you did? Can you do that? 
I am taking steps to make my life better. Better. I didn't realize I was bothering you. I don't call you actually. Oh no, you, you don't bother time. me. You're Thank bothering you, anyway. you, and that was a defensive response. But thank you for calling and just keep taking stronger steps for yourself and life will get better for you. Thanks for calling, Maria. You take care of yourself. Hey, people, I know life is hard and I know it's harder for some than it is for others. But like I said, some people do like to hold on to their misery because it gives them an excuse to not believe in themselves. Why would we want an excuse not to believe in yourself? Well, like I just said to Maria, it's what we're used to. And we enjoy habit more than we enjoy growth. If we didn't, I need you to look at the world today and tell me, do you see much evolvement in people's attitudes, in society? And I'm not talking about technology. I'm talking about beliefs. Since years and years and years ago, the reason why it's still the way it is, is because we hold on to the habits. Because it's seems like it's easier to do that. We will exert all the energy in the world to hold on to those dang habits. Skip, I'm coming to you right now, buddy. Real quick, we only have a minute and a half. What's your question for me, buddy? Hi. Um, good afternoon. Um, I, um, not, I, I have an elderly gentleman that I've known for a long time. He's a ex- he used to be a minister at a church. Okay, quick questions, Skip. Go ahead. Uh, my relationship with him, um, I'm having to take care of him, and it's getting very stressful. It's very hard. I can't, I don't want to, I'm not going to walk away and not be there for him. But Okay, I don't like mean something. to interrupt you. I do want you to write me, though, so I can continue this answer. Um, you, not that you have to walk away from him, but there are others that can help. You've got to ask yourself as to why you've manifested needing to be the one to take care of him. We'll talk more about that. Everybody out there, I'm so sorry, Skip, but write me at info at vincentjenna.com, and I will continue that answer for you, my friend. To everybody else who's listened today, thank you for joining me. Join me next week when I will have my daughter, Kimberly Jenna Bryant, on again to give you the most inspiring inspiring story of her incredible journey through losing over 185 pounds. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. I'm Vincent Jenna. Hang around. We've got some great hosts coming up. Have a fabulous week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa, and I've been a medical intuitive for over 30 years. Let me help you find new ways to heal physical and emotional problems. Be a part of my Healthy Living Intuitively podcast studio audience every week. Follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa fan page, and Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa One, to get that information. 
I answer audience questions and you can learn from people calling in that might be dealing with the same things that you are. Follow Healthy Living Intuitively, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts.